No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Chee! Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. They are the best in the game and they got you any day, anytime, anywhere. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast, a show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs on their achievement and then we teach up-and-coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the most. Enjoy the show. Happy Monday, guys. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. I also had an amazing week last week. Also, shout out to everyone that, you know, was talking to me about the last episode I posted yesterday, Staying Committed, and how much they love that. Thank you so much for the love and the support. I love you guys. So, today's episode number 61, and as usual, I have a special guest in the building with me. Um, my name is Tandemonia. And today, we will be having a very, very interesting conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the one and only Tanimonia. I don't know if that's a sound or that's a um, cock crow. <laughs> as long as it came out of your mouth, it's a sound. Hi, everyone. I'm Tanimonia. How you doing? I am well. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, thanks again for coming on the podcast podcast this is um like tenny's probably third time or so on the mm-hmm. podcast mm. um tenny's into fashion for those of you who don't know a huge into fashion loves fashion like crazy tenny, you know just tell us a little bit about yourself you know well um i i am i am a person that has so many, so many desires, so many things that I want to venture in. But currently, I am doing, I am working on fashion clothes, um, styling clothes, um, trying to capture moments, yeah. um, capture um, places that we might be, and that um, how that uh, place can interfere with our style or our emotions you know it's a whole lot of um conversation if we want to go into it sometimes my mind goes wild and like every other person um, it's good to tame it sometimes just put it in the um, right place at the right time so right now we're not talking about my fashion sense we're talking about like other things so okay okay so back to the topic and ground seven god pays What do you think about it? I mean, as a person that is, I would still say new in the faith. Um, I mean, I've been going to church for a long time. I was, I think for some reason, my mom was taking myself and my sister to church. So I've been in church like all my life, but I, I became real with God. I think sometime in 2016, um, and then I realized that I needed to get closer. I needed to get stronger with God. And it was a gradual process until now. Now it's become a much bolder step yeah. than it was in 2016. But I think that um, my journey to this point has made me realize that literally 
every single thing that we do right now in the physical is more of a representation of what is spiritual. Um, it, it is, since we don't have a spiritual eye, it is God showing us that this is how it looks like. If you're trying to hold something to say this is God, this is a tangible thing. This is what you should look at. Um, so when we say serving God pays, literally you can think of a business. If you work somewhere, if you're an employee somewhere and you work there, there is a definite, it, it's, it's more like it's, a, it's as close to your name. It is very, very um, real. Like you will be paid. Yeah. Even if they don't pay you the day that they were supposed to pay you, you know that you're supposed to be paid. You know, yeah. that is um, one thing that I think that uh, we need to begin to make real in a Christian world. Uh, many of us, we go to church, we serve God in one capacity or the other, and somehow we just think, um, um, I'm just doing it, and there's nothing in return. Um, but I think that is wrong. I think it's even time that people begin to understand that church or Christianity or religion, it's, in fact, basically Christianity itself the name even suggests it. It is a Christ-like believing. Christ himself said that he did the things that he does, it is because his father tells him to do them. Mm. He hears the father and he does what the father says. It's a relationship with God. It's a rela Christianity is a relationship. It isn't a church. It isn't a church building. It isn't a pastor. It isn't a bunch of people just sitting on a chair. Yeah. Neither is it a bunch of people just praying. It is a relationship. You talk, I talk. You do, I do. You show, I show. You know, basically, you, you, I'm, I'm, you're, you're trying to um, respond to a bigger call, you know, something that is bigger than yourself, and you're responding to that, and you're making your suggestions, uh, and, and, and you're calling out, oh, Father, this is what I want, and then he's saying, okay, do this first, or he's showing you this way, or this is the best way to do it, or, you know, basically, a whole, a whole relationship, and many people that are not really getting the benefits of being Christians or people that have just cancelled or ruled that out completely. They are people that are still working on, they're still not getting that concept that this work is a relationship. It is a relationship. There's no other way to put it. It's a relationship. The same way we relate with our, I think it's more of a relationship of um, a, a married couple, but you can also say it's a relationship between a father and a child, yeah. a, relation, a relationship between a, an uncle and a, a niece. Yeah. Like it's a whole, any relationship you can think about is all bonded together in the relationship that we have with God. Mm. And so it should pay. Our uncles, the relationship we have with them, there is some payment that we receive. Mm. Even as a couple, there are payments that, obviously not more money, but like there are certain things that you receive from that relationship, benefits that you get that you wouldn't get elsewhere yeah. just because you know those people, just because you're in a relationship with those people. So I do think that being a Christian means that there is a reward. And in fact, in a nutshell, to even make it much um, clearer, the Bible says that faith itself, what faith means, part, a portion of the definition of faith is that you have to believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek, to, seek him. So if you're someone that prays and fasts and, and, and talks to others about God and you go to church and you're diligent about these things, 
then you have a reward. But if you do all these things without expecting one, then you wouldn't get one. You know? Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Based on our personal, you know, relationship too, like, I've, I've been going to church for, you know, since, since I was a kid. And I think it was in the year... I don't know, like 2017 or so after graduation that I personally, you know, started, you know, having that encounter with God, that relationship. And everything was due to, you know, what I was going through at that moment and, you know, not having. Sometimes it just, God, God, you know how they say God is fatherless to the fatherless and mother to the motherless, you know. My stay in the United States, you know, it's been a very, very interesting and, and, and fun journey, but all of it is possible because of God. And I do not take that for granted. So, you know, it just, for me, at first it started with just like, oh, well, you know, I, I was raised by, you know, my mom, you know, like you say, took me to church too. So that was how it all started. And then eventually I started realizing that, well, man, it's more than that. Like it, 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 it gets to a point where you start, you start to like, you know, you have to have your own reason for serving God, not because someone else was, you know, someone else took you to church. That's the reason why you're serving God. You have to have that encounter, you know, you have to have your own personal encounter with God. And once you have that, it changes your, there's nothing someone else will tell you. Mm. You get right. It changes the way you, you see things. So that was how I started serving God, you know, and then not until like two years ago, I started valuing actual, actual life of you know like serving god pays like you know that i really need to serve god and you know the church we go to that's the number one thing that like we believe in you get right mm -hmm. our bishop our pastor that's that's what he preaches like you know matthew 6 you know seek for the kingdom of god and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you i on the other side i used to be the type that we just want to seek the other things like you know mm -hmm. Those things that were supposed to be added to me, the reward of serving God, mm. you know, were the things that I was looking for. Mm. And I was basically looking for the result without putting in the work. So that's so that's kind of like how it was for me. And in those moments, I was using a lot of my energy, my work to get things done, my power. But at the end, it wasn't really, nothing was coming out of it. Mm. Till I started listening to these messages and, you know, hearing the man of God say, hey, man, like this is not how... It's supposed to be, man. It's a very simple instruction. The most simple instruction ever. Mm. Just serve God. And when I mean service, you probably, like, you know, start to wonder, what are these services that I need to serve at that moment? I was like, how can I serve God? And, you know, he, he was wise enough to also identify ways that you can serve God. You get me, right? Mm. One could be praying for the kingdom. One could be going out there to, you know, share flyers another could be you know giving money and all that and you know there are different ways to serve god so i started looking for my ways and feel that i can serve god you get it, right like mm -hmm. i can do all of them if i can that'll be great but you know with the time i have and the effort i have i i discovered my own areas of serving god so i started serving god now now i was serving god with the purpose of service you get mm -hmm. it, right mm -hmm. but i wasn't having that I was serving God more from a past, from a point of view of like commandment. Mm. You get it, right? Mm. Okay, serve God. I'm gonna serve God, or like to fulfill all righteousness. All righteousness. You mm. get it, right? Yeah, like okay, I'm in church. So I'll serve God, but I wasn't expecting my 
reward from God. Mm. You get right? Mm. So I felt like, I mean, in the kingdom of God, nothing is wasted. You get, but yeah. I felt like if you, if you don't like, if you don't think you're, you're like, if you don't think your reward is coming from in here, it's coming from somewhere. So typically my glory was not being given back to God. Mm. My glory was given to something else. So I just, I wasn't getting as much as I deserve to get. You get, mm. because I still felt like, huh, I just have. Mm. And then I'll go outside and do what I want to do to get what I want. Forgetting that I don't have to do, I've already done the thing I need to do now. What I just need to do is just relax. Mm. So having that faith to just relax, that, that power to say, you know what, I've done my part. I will not kill myself again. I will not worry about anything. I just, you know, this is what God says and I have done it. So let's hope, you know, now just chill and let him play his part. But I still wanted to play his part. You get it, right? Mm. I still would go out and be, you know, like, I mean, I love to work. I love to do all that. But like the point of it, the, the, the working part is never a problem. It's just the mindset that I had. I didn't believe that if I work, I would get result from the kingdom. I felt like I worked because there was nobody else to do the work. So I did it. But I didn't do it with a point of view that if I work, God will reward me this. You get it, right? So basically, even when I was serving, I, 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 I didn't have any prayer point that, okay, as I'm serving you, Lord, I want you to open this for me. I want you to do this for me. I want to do that. You get it, right? You were just like, okay, they need to put this. Okay, let's go and serve now. Let's go and do whatever. I mean, he, he still... And, and those are like the blessings that have brought me where I am. But if I was more intentional about it, you know, like more like, okay, this is what I want to expect when I serve it. This is what I want to see. This is the amount of money. It's like you talked about, you work for a company and, and you don't give them the exact amount you want to be paid or you don't talk about payment no with them. Yeah. yeah, there's no negotiation on how much you want to pay. You're like, oh man, don't worry, just pay me whatever you can. You get it, right? Or you're like, I'll just do it because you need someone to, but... Whatever you pay me, pay me. You know, sometimes the payment might not payment might slow down, payment might not come, come in. Like that's how it works. That's exactly how it was for me till this year where I just I mean late last year. And you know, this year where I started like okay, seeing that man, this is a business. You know, this is a business. This is um and when I say business, I know a lot of people probably thinking that, um, what do you mean seven god is a business? But at the, the truth of it is that it's a service you're rendering and for every service there's a reward so be, basically business is service and reward right yeah yeah I, I think to better understand this concept is to understand where it all starts from so this old christianity thing it's not a thing where like um it's not a new because the way many people approach it is like um it's a new concept um and then the world has always been and then like god was introduced to it but it's the reverse the reverse is the case god has always been there he just made the world to be part of it you know it's part of his kingdom um so when like um when we come to this place where we're like oh uh i am now a grown-up and i'm having all these battles that i have to face and all of these things and i don't know how to solve it or maybe you're battling with coming to place to to understanding with god or you're trying to understand if there is god or if there's a if people are lying or people are you know all kinds of doubts and everything that you're battling with 
in order to finally get to a point where you say, okay, yes, maybe I want to serve God. If you're in all those places, I think the, 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 the point here is this. There isn't any survival without a bigger force leading you. Um, your survival could be in death or your survival can be in life. You can be a person that is burdened down with all manner of diseases, all manner of uh, issues, all manner of things that cause you to lose your joy, your peace, your mm -hmm. strength. That is death. So you can be a living corpse, but there is something bigger than you that is on top of you that, that is, you know, guiding you into all those things. Or you can be a person that has no stress. You can own businesses. Um, um, the Bishop David Oyeripo, that's the bishop that, that presides over the church I go to. He has, <laughs> there's thousands and thousands of churches under him. Yet this man tells you every single time that he goes to bed like a baby. Now we know many business corporate, uh, corporations or owners or, or businesses, large businesses that you can tell from their faces the stress that they go through yeah. by owning all those businesses. Yet this man tells you he sleeps like a baby. And it's not even like a, it's a regular company where you can easily sack somebody. Because in a Christian world, it's not that easy. You have to think about Christianity, what, what, uh, your own spiritual. You know, a, a lot is tied to it when someone does something wrong, you know. But like this man sleeps like a baby. So again, it comes back to like you choosing who you want to preside over you, who you want to or what you want to be Lord over you, what you want to be God over you. There is no human being mm. that is larger or mightier than another human being. There are always bigger forces than the human being. So it's either you have the devil presiding over you and he is not cheering you with all manner of diseases and all manner of lies and constantly making you to never see joy or peace permanently, or you're under God and you're battling to come to a place where you let go of the things that you have learned since you were born to accept the things that he has and he has always kept for you. So it's that battle that I think that many people, and permit me to even get into this conversation, this is, uh, we're probably not talking about this, but this is something that's, that has uh, always been on my heart. The, the older people of this generation, I don't think they're battling with coming to terms with God. I think at some point, many of them are like, well, whether I die or I live, I, I'm done. I've lived the life that I want to live. Yeah. And they're not struggling. Maybe there are a few of them that want to know God, but many of them, they're, they're just comfortable where they are and it's no longer a big deal. A big deal yeah. But you see us young people, we have... Many of us, we, we still have like 70 years to live on this earth. Many of us, we still have like 90, 50, 30, you know, 100 years to live on this earth. So imagine all that 100 years being years of torture. Years of going back and forth on the same matters. Years of having businesses that fail and businesses that not fail. Or years of, you know eventually get into the top and somehow you're pulled down by forces you have no clue mm. about. Yeah. You know, like imagine all these things that happen to people that we see today. Someone is dead, like Michael Jackson. You lived, they praised you, and then you die, and somehow your name is tarnished. Like, literally, there's no one that is escaping the, the thing. Every, if, you, if you don't choose the right place to be in, 
regardless of where you get to, you will still be punished for whatever that is going on. And maybe punishment is not the word, but then you still feel that effect of you not choosing the right thing. Yeah. You know? So we young people, we have to make it a point to get our ducks in a row. There is no other force that can give you peace, give you joy, and make your time redeemable. Do you know, there are so many of us that probably have lived like 25 or 23 years without God. And God has promised that he can redeem that 23 years. The kinds of things that you're supposed to learn, the kinds of things that you're supposed to receive for 23 years. He has promised that he's going to redeem that for you. Now, imagine a, a 23-year worth of um, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Imagine it being redeemed to you in one day. Mm. And imagine the kind of life that you're going to be able to live with that man, that amount of wealth, of understanding, of knowledge, of wisdom. Who knows? Imagine what you're going to be able to use that for 23 years worth of wisdom. Imagine what you're going to use that for. God has told you that he's going to redeem that for you. All you have to do is say, okay, I don't know how this world works. I don't know how I'm a stranger here. I don't know. Nobody knows. You know, everybody's still trying to figure out, okay, is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? And then imagine you just say, finally, I don't know how this works. If God, you're here, let me know you. And there are many testimonies of people that have come in, come to God in this manner. Young, the, the late uh, Dr. Yonggi Cho, he was sick. And then he's, according to his testimony, um, 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 he was Hindu, I think. And then his God did not save him, could not save him and all of that. And then eventually a young girl came and she was telling him about God and all of that. And she told him, if I let you read the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you'll probably die. So let me make you read the New Testament, start from Matthew. And by the time he read Matthew and figured out that there, there was him by himself, he read it and he saw Jesus Christ and he was interested. See, Let's forget about religion. Let's forget about um, the pastor said, or this pastor does this, or this church, they do that. Forget about all those church things. First of all, where are you? You as a young person, where are you? Are you, are you okay? Do you have peace? Do you have joy? Can you say for a certain that if somebody steps on your toe, you're not going to turn mad? Can you say for a certain that somebody hits you real or somebody says something terrible about you and you're, you're, you're still going to say within your heart, ah, well, God, I bless you. Yeah. Or you're, you're going to say, you're still going to say, you know what, I don't care that this person did this. Instead, I forgive this person and immediately you're blessing that person. Can you do that? Can something terrible happen to you and somehow you don't lose your joy? Can that happen to you? Because that's, that's the kind of life that God has promised, that terrible things will happen. And in the midst of terrible things, mm. you're not losing your joy. And if people don't realize it, joy is more than medicine. Joy is more than medicine. It is the best medicine. It has no repercussion. It has no side effect. Yeah. Regardless of what you're experiencing in life, if you have joy, I tell you the truth, that joy itself can even revert whatever thing that you're going through. 100%. So, like, uh, as a young person, there is no excuse as to say, um, um, I did not know God, or maybe God or my family member died, and so, or maybe the church did this to me. Or mm. Let's forget about all those external forces. Ask yourself questions. Sit down and ask yourself questions. Is this what I want for the next 30, 40, 50 years to come? Is this how I want to live? And if you even have money and you think, oh, I'm, I'm living a comfortable life enough, hello, 
the world is revolving. A million dollars will not be a million dollars in two years. And that is the truth. A billion dollars will not be a billion dollars in four years. That is the truth. People are evolving. Things are happening. More money is coming into the world because the devil needs to keep stealing our minds. He needs to keep stealing your minds. And if you keep thinking that money is a God, it will increase it for you. The government will keep printing money. And somehow we will no longer see billions. We'll be thinking of zillions. Zillions, yeah. And, and, and once you get to that place where you're thinking of zillions, everybody's out. Nobody's thinking mm. to find peace. peace and yeah. you need peace. You need joy. If people can understand the treasure that joy is, if you can understand, you realize that money is trash. Yeah. Do you know that you can be so joyful and be in the presence of a wealthy man and he's so jealous of you that he gives you his own money? 100%. Like, that's, that's like the kind of life we're living in. People are... People are in need of treasures that are in the spirit, but they don't realize it. Yeah. And it's when you settle down and say, I need to find God. No, don't even just say, I need to find a God. Yeah. I need to find a God that gives people joy, joy. and peace. Find yeah. that God and stick to him. Tie yourself to him. There's one prayer that I prayed a while ago, and I said, Lord, if you're not going to be, if you say, if you by yourself, you sit down and say that um, you don't want me to be your child, me, I'm going to hold you by your neck, by your hand, by anything that I can grapple on. I'm going to hold you by that. I must be your child by fire, by force. You've got to come to that place where you realize it. Like, if people are talking about God so much, then what is it in this God? Be curious. What is it in this God that people are talking about? We've already tried the devil. But no, I think the, the, the challenge is that I don't think people are talking about it enough. I feel like like we live in a world where you know Christians are just like quiet about the rewards of serving God, and when I say rewards, okay, I'm not talking about financial rewards. Financial rewards is it's something you get right. I'm talking about this peace and joy mm, and and, and, and 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 this <clears throat> happiness and you know just worry-free life, stress-free life. Like you know you you. You don't sweat over things because <laughs> you know someone is in control. Yeah. You get it, right? You know that there's always going to be a way. You know, like, you have words, like, you know, you have words from the scriptures that can back up, you know, whatever you're going through. Like, you've seen this in the scripture before, and you're like, it's okay, God has taken care of this already. Mm. You get it, right? You know, to say these things and really mean it, you know, that's, like, people need to see. I think we'll get, like, it'll get to a point where I think, People wouldn't be jealous for your money, but they'll be jealous for your peace and your joy. Exactly. And like that's that that's what we need to be, you know, stressing for because money is never enough. Like you talked about, you know, mm. you can have all the money in the world, but do you have peace of mind? No, you don't. You get right. You mm. can be the, you know, you see these rappers and all that. They they have millions, but you know, they kill themselves of suicide, you know, they take drugs, and, and that's how to tell you that literally, literally, like, fame is not everything, you know, fame is not everything, what you, what, the most important thing at this point right now is, is having that, you know, peace of mind, joy, what a free life, you know, you don't, like, don't stress, like, gone are those days when I used to stress, like, I remember, like, there were times where I used to stress about everything mm-hmm. in life, everything, everything, but now, like, ugh, I, I I literally like have no worries in my life. Boldly, I I I, I would say that like because I know it's not by my power. I know like I know it's I know it's 
even if it happens, I know it only it's only going to happen for a while. I know it's not mm-hmm. going to happen forever. Like I have experiences that I can use to address my situations yeah. that makes me feel, yep like no worry it, it's it's gonna be okay and and i feel like more christians need to like share these testimonies of okay so i think um what you said is right right yeah christians need to talk about how there's no worry and all of that but the thing is yeah the christians before now right they, they began or people that uh, the people, the generation before us they began with talking about god and the sense of wealth um pers- cash mm. you know having riches having money you know they kept saying oh you want god you have money that sort of thing and um somehow that collapsed because there were people that did not know god and yeah. they had money and now those christians could not explain that out but like and it, that's the issue that is going on so right now if people go and say oh love god love god there's no way to there's people nobody has finally really just crossed that out as to okay it looks like I can have anything I want outside of God, you know. But there's no way now to get into the conversation where we talk about the things that matter. Money itself, as a Christian, money, and I think many Christians are even battling with this too. Money itself yeah. is not something that um, you have to... You see how, like, in the world we work for money. Money is not what we work for with God. It, with God, it, money is like your name. Money is like... It's like the same salvation that he has given to you. It's not, you don't need to work for money. It is, it is, it is attached. It is part of you. You're his child. He has it all. He has silver and gold. He has every single thing. So money is part of you. That wealth and everything is part of you. You don't work for wealth. What you work for basically is for your own mindset. Mm. And that's what the joy is and the peace is and the happiness is. What you work for is for your own mindset. And it's not because he hasn't already put it in you. It's because because that is already in you, the enemy constantly comes to try to steal it from you. And now when the devil comes to steal it from you, if you don't have a mind that is willing to stand firm and say, you know what, not today, the devil takes it. And then you go back and you cry, Lord, 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 I don't have this. And then it's like, I gave it to you. And he gives you again. Maybe he releases again another shower of it. And then you still don't have the mind to reserve or retain or sustain that, that wealth that he has given to you. In the kingdom, wealth is not about money, 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 money. That's, that's nothing. Money is nothing for Literally, there's, there's a, I think there's a scripture that talks about how God favors us. Our money is favor. Literally, like, it, it, it's... it's <laughs> It is all this, I don't know, I don't know how best to put it, all this money thing is what the devil makes us to feel like is what matters. That's what you need in yeah, life. Yeah. You know, if you have money, you would have the best life. But if you have the right kind of friends, you have the best life. If you have the right kind of atmosphere, the right kind of um, um, working conditions, mm. you have the best life. If you have the right kind of co-workers, you have the best life. If you have the right kind of... Literally, it's people yeah. that is the thing that even... People is... Like, people, they matter more than money itself. You know, if you're able to retain those right minds around you, yep. you have the best things in this world, basically. So, like, money itself, it's... <laughs> that's that's something that comes and it goes and even if you have a billion dollars attached to your name it doesn't make you any better than someone that has two dollars attached to their name if they have like the best life basically with people around them so wealth physical wealth is um 
essential for the christian community yes it is essential because that's what is ruling in this world yeah. it is essential and god has said that he will he has already given it to us because of the ministry that he has put in our hands to make the gospel go round. for us to make the gospel go round, we have to travel with flights we have to buy things we have to give to the needy you know all of those things and we do need money however we're, we're being we're acting christians are acting like people that don't know god act concerning money we get greedy with it. You give a, you give somebody um, um, ten dollars and you tell them to give somebody um, five dollars and they're like, ah, oh, ten dollars is not enough. But then if you give them twenty five and still tell them to give them five dollars, they'll still say it's not enough. You know. So like, there's still that that issue of grappling, trying to hold it to myself. Um, in the New Testament, I think it's somewhere in Acts, maybe two or three. I'm not sure exactly. Probably, uh, I'm not sure exactly. Probably two, three, or four, maybe around that area. No, no, no. So, um, where um, um, the people is too. So, where um, the spirit had poured upon people, and finally more people were added into the kingdom. And these people, the scripture says that they were not keeping, they sold their houses, they sold their things, their properties, and they began to make food available in the church. You know, and the, the, the one thing that the scripture said was that. They made nothing to be their own. And all through from the Old Testament up onto the New Testament, so far that I have read, you see people that make things not to be their own, like they don't own the things and say, this is my thing. Those people begin to be prosperous. That's what happened with Abraham. And I think that that was a test for Abraham's child, um, Isaac. Abraham trying to, that's why God said, give me Isaac, the son whom you love. Whom you love, what, you, what what love means is you have grappled that thing to yourself and you said, this is mine. Yeah. He said, give me that son, um, Isaac, whom you love. And then as, as Abraham went to set the son that he loved, immediately he told God, God, it may, may have seemed like I am holding this to myself, but I set it for you. I keep it out there for you. It, it's, it's, it's yours, you know. And if we're able to do that as Christians, any little thing that comes to you like anything that god gives to you if you're able to set it there on the altar and say lord it may have seemed like i am holding this as mine but it is yours i set it out there you do what you want to do with it and believe in as you do as you set it down you believe that god still is in control whether it turns out good whether it turns out bad. bad god is in control regardless if you set it there you will still, and it's funny because many times those people that give and give and give, they somehow the thing comes back and back and back. Abraham still came back with his son. His son still got a covenant from God as well. Like, if people will just come out of all these things, this Christian work is not a work of poverty. It's not a work where, like, we're supposed to say, oh, um, Christians are poor and then the world is rich. Uh-uh. As be, for us to begin to understand what the terms of wealth are. If I want, if I want, as a Christian, if I want $5,000 today, I can have $5,000 today. All I need to do is ask God in the right and proper. Don't pray, I mean, because some people, they go and they say, I want $5,000. But what they're asking the $5,000 for is to buy a car for themselves, buy a book for themselves, for themselves, for themselves, for themselves, for themselves. So what what, what exactly are you building yourself into? Mm. No, because God is, we're all here because God is trying to build us into things for himself. We're all for his glory. Nobody's here for their own glory. So when you choose, that's why it's essential for you to choose on earth who you're going to serve. Because we're all here for, he has created everyone for his glory, that we may worship him, we may serve him. That's what 
is set in revelations. So if you come here on it and then you now decide that you don't want to serve God, okay, no worries. When the time is right, you'll go to your master in the hellfire and people will deal with yourselves there. But right now, everybody has to choose. And if you choose that God is the one that you want to serve, then you have to, whatever your desires are, you have to be bringing glory to God, yep. you know? So if you want a car, okay, how can this car serve God? Anna went and I prayed and she said, Lord, I want a son. Immediately, right there and then, she told God exactly what she was going to do with that son to bring God glory. You know, so that's how like people need to understand this work with God. If you want something great, but is that desire that you have something that can bring glory to God? And, and the truth is that there are times where you can actually have a desire that doesn't bring glory to God. And this thing has, I, this thing has happened to me. You can have a desire that doesn't bring glory to God. And you tell God, Lord, this is a desire that I have. And with the way I'm saying things, it doesn't bring glory to you. But do you know? That because of how sincere and such you were, knowing fully well that you've set it on the altar for God to use it, God will make that thing bring him glory. Hmm. Like literally that thing that, that, that you, with your own eyes, you know, it does not bring, it, in your own mind, it doesn't bring glory. God will make it, and then immediately it will turn out in your own hearts that you see the glory that the thing brings to God. But you know what's funny? Like, you know, in, in Proverbs, it says something like, something that looks nines in the eyes of a man you mm. get right like what you in your own eye might not give glory mm. you get right to yeah god. can still give glory to god yes but like that's the thing you if it's when you now set it out that god will now open your eyes for you to now see that it does actually give god glory mm. same same proverb says commit thy works thy thoughts whatever into the hands of god and he, and he would establish exactly so like that that point you gave was a very part so it's like you just saying even you telling him you're committed in, into it yeah and the moment you do that he has taken control mm -hmm. and now he makes it a way that i mean yeah that's a very very powerful you know, yeah. right there and so it's it's uh, there's one one of the biggest things that i think i learned last year mm. Oh, 2020, that's when I, that lesson began, but like it was much bigger last year. It was, see, God is a God of complexities. What God has created, it is complex to the death of it. Like everything about it is complex. Yeah. But if you walk with him, it's going to show you the simplicity in it. Mm. It's, going really? to, it's going to open. Like sometimes I'll read the Bible and as soon as I read the Bible, like scriptures will not connect to scriptures will not connect and connect and connect. And all of a sudden the Bible will not look like a small book small to me. Book, yeah. And it's just very clear. And then there are now other scriptures that I'll go and read and I'm like, oh, look, I, uh, no, I don't know what this don't means. Know, yeah, you know, it's yeah. so yeah. deep and deep so, and so wide. wide. You yeah. don't, you, you, you feel yeah. like a tiny fish in like this very big ocean. ocean yeah. And you don't know where you are. But then there's so many times you read and as so you're reading this scripture, oh, I see. Okay, I see, I see. And everything is just connecting and it's just so beautiful. Yeah, like, aha. You know, but that's it. Like this world we're living in, nobody knows the complete truth. Like that's why I have come to a place where I'm now like, I don't know, you know. I don't know if even right now, if someone is doing wrong before my eyes, I just <laughs> I'll probably tell you right on because I don't know. I don't know. I'm no longer correcting because I remember then once you once you see something that you think that is wrong, you now rush off and say, "Oh, this thing you're doing is bad. It's, it's bad, bad. It's bad." And then the person has start explaining their own, and then you say, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." And then maybe you're able to help some people, but at this point in my life, I'm like, you "Hello." Can't. 
if you are going to drink acid therefore right don't who knows you can drink acid and turn into gold i don't know like so i'm just like okay no paul wrote something in romans he said the same god that you know created the Israelites, same god that created pharaoh yes so and he created pharaoh for a purpose mm-hmm. to show to declare his powers mm-hmm. so what would you say about god then that he's ba- like he no it's it, he said the clay cannot look at the you know the maker the maker and, and say you didn't make me right you didn't make me right though you didn't make me this everything like you like we need to get that judgmental mindset of seeing people and saying oh you're mm. bad you're mm. good mm. it's it's at the end of the day everything even that's why even us in our life in situations that we face mm. we need to stop looking at it as bad or good mm. It's all to the glory of God. Exactly. It's that simple. It's probably, I don't understand Yeah, it. I don't understand it, but mm-hmm. it's all to the, Like, there's a way you end your conversation. Like, there, there are some words that you use that, even in a rough time, will give you peace. Mm. Like, literally, you, you, you could see someone dying. You, you could even lose someone in a moment, mm. and God will comfort you with a word. Like, yes. you, like, you, like, you know, just being able to say, you know what? It is to the glory of God. Like oh, yes, yes. the case is the case is closed because what you say today that is bad, like we talked about, tomorrow might be beautiful. Mm. You know, Pharaoh, you know, destroyed the Israelite. But if if it didn't happen, you know, literally, they wouldn't have seen a parted Red Sea. They wouldn't have seen the parted Red Sea, and also Egypt was where the Israelites grew from. Mm, well, yes. you get like it, that was where God had ordained your multiplication. Yes, yes, that that was where they multiplied. And how did they multiply? Pharaoh torturing them was what was making them stronger and and and, and, and better. So basically, even in that place, God was not blind that He didn't see them or yeah. He just let them. Yes, huh? and that is so true. Because today, when the pastor was preaching, there was this word that I got. So you know how like um. The pastor was saying, oh, that Moses' um, um, past was cancelled and then yet Paul's wasn't. And then I just, as I was there, I just realized something. Let's see. Uh, Moses' past was um, cleared out because of the tender heart he has. Is that person that will run away quickly mm-hmm. for like when he's been called names or something. And so he, his, his past was taken on. Nobody had to be calling him a murderer. But Paul... Paul was someone that needed people to keep calling him a persecutor so that he can keep telling them that, yes, I did it in the past, but I am firm so, now. Yeah. You know, he was someone that need, he needed... If people were not telling him about his past, he wouldn't have continued. Facts. You know, so like it's... Like it, we need to come to a place where we under... There's, there's, a, there's this... The world wants everybody to be like one, mm. yet it does not want us to be one. one yeah. You know, because and that, that makes you see the selfishness in humanity. Yeah. That's how, that's what it is. That's because we humans, we don't know, we have, not got, we have never created any human being before. Mm. So <laughs> when, he, when he favors us, we say, okay, yes, yes, yes. When he does not favor us, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what it is. And we want everybody to be like ourselves. Gotcha. You know, so if it does not, yes, we want to make everything to look good for us alone. And that's mm. it. Mm. But God is not like that. God is the one person that wants to do anything the way that everything will be so different. There are varieties of things, different things everywhere. And all of these varieties have still given him glory. Whether it is good, whether it is bad, yeah. glory must come out of it. Yeah. 
you know and so that's what like people don't yet get about god oh if, if he's a loving father why does he let children, children die, die yeah. and all of that but the thing is if we try if me i can try and explain to somebody that oh god leaves this child because of this or god kills this child because of that then i'm probably god but mm. we don't know. But we don't know, yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. Like people keep trying to explain, explain out God. Explain out God, yeah. But, but we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing is, what God has told you is obey him, believe okay. him. That's it. Mm. I, don't need to, uh, I don't need to explain out God to anybody. Mm. I just need to let you know that God is the ultimate. Whether you like it or not, he's going to continuously rule over the earth. Glory will still come. It's your choice. Do you want glory to come from you as a bad person or do you want glory to come from you as a good person? Because, Take it now. yeah, good or bad, it's all for... God is still it's going to get for, glory. Yeah, he's still going to get glory. <laughs> That's so. what Pharaoh was. Pharaoh was a bad person. A bad but person. Glory still came. Yep. God, stripped, like, had in his heart. Mm-hmm. You don't... Yes. You get right? Had in his heart. He was showing mercy to the Israelites like mm. tomorrow, no day. You get yeah. right? So it's, it's, it's a very... Speaking of Moses, like, there's this thing that, you know, when he, um, he killed the e- Egyptian and then the next day mm. he saw two Israelites fighting yeah. and then he tried to separate them. Do you know the, re- do you know the response they gave to him? Yeah. No, like, who are you to come and lord over us? Lord over us. At the end of the day, who was Moses to them? It's God over them. Was it not lord over them? You get right? Like, <laughs> literally, like, like, literally, like. In that moment, like things things that happen at, at that point, Moses ran. You get right, but sometimes in those difficult, like in those uncomfortable things are being said, things are happening your there. Identity like, your identity revealed. is being revealed. The long story short, yeah. And and and, and, and sometimes you're not the one revealing it. Yes. Revealing it is the people that are using their own mouth to reveal your identity. That's yeah, yeah. And see, um, uh, see this life. This life is so. Every single day, just walking and knowing God Himself, I'm, I get so grateful for the world that God has created and the fact that He found it worthy for mm. me to be part of this world that He has created. See, there are too many things, too many things to be grateful for, to be loving, to be enjoying, than for people to be battling with who is right, who is wrong. If we could tell who is right and who is wrong, we would be God. We'll be God and yeah. we will be making the people that don't yet know all no. those atheists. Because atheists, they said that oh, people created God by themselves. And who is the human being that is smart enough? I tell you, without selfish human beings, uh, I don't think any human being would have been smart enough to create marriage. If we were, even right now, look at how even right now that we did not create marriage, people are getting married just so that they can get something out of it. No, yeah. So imagine that kind of mentality. Why would we not create marriage for love? Who wants to do that? In fact, on a regular day, if there was no God, who wants to sit down and say, you know what, I need to tie my life to your life. Let us continue. Let us go, continue. Who wants who to wants do to that? Die? Even <laughs> like right now, you need, you need to, you need to, people need to start thinking so deep and realize that there are so many things, intricacies that we cannot explain. We cannot we cannot even the person that is experiencing cannot phantom you cannot explain it out we just need to experience it you know how like we went to the museum yesterday and you were like oh you just need to see it rather than taking pictures that's how it is there are certain things in our lives there's no need capturing it with a phone capture it with your mind and just hold it there that's it because sometimes we capture just because we want someone else to see see it yeah yeah and and the thing is, that person will not even treasure it as much as you yourself you. Mm, mm, would, would have treasured mm. it if only you had sat in the moment. moment yeah. 
you know. Yeah. But th- th- that's the thing, you know. Just this Christian work is a is a moment where you you hold it by yourself. You say, Lord, you know, me and you in this room is me and you in this world is me and you. Whether you go left, right, center, if I if I cannot fly, I will run. If I cannot run, I will walk. If I cannot walk, I will cripple. I will I, I will I will move with you. If it's your breeze self that will be blowing me, let it blow me. But me, I'm moving with you. Wow. You know, choosing God first. Anyhow, whether it's slow motion, no fast motion, no. But making sure that you have said, God, if it's me and you in this life, oh, nothing else. Because if you don't say that, or if you don't make that clear mm. within your own self and your own vessel, if you don't make that clear within yourself, the devil is constantly... Today, that there was, I was in church, right? And the pastor kept preaching. So there's this thought that constantly comes about something, I mean, about someone. And so I was like, why do I keep carrying this fear around? Why, why am I? Because I've not planned anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm not intending to do anything. So why am I carrying this thing around in my head? And what, so as I was thinking about it, and I realized something. See, um, there are times that the devil will come with, with, a, with an actual gun and say, I want to shoot you. Mm-hmm. But there are time that's, times that the devil will come with a spoon and a plate of food. I want to feed you. But the food is feeding you. It's food that will kill you. Yeah. But it is in a good place. It's a good place, yeah. So that's what happened. And then realized that the thoughts, they were not thoughts of God. They were not thoughts of good things. They were thoughts that were trying to put fear in me. And if only I would take that suggestion and say, okay, you know what, this is probably what is happening. happening Let yeah. me accept it. Let me yes, accept yes. It. You do that. That's it. That's Something that was good would just turn rotten. Turn rotten, yeah. And I was like, yeah, now me, you won't carry playing. That's how now I now rebuke it. Like that's, if people, that's how like little, little things that we accept. Small, small, little conversations, even mm. on, on social media. That's why one reason why I avoid because there's certain things that I might not understand. I understand, and I yeah. You got to claim, yeah. You, you know, so like little, little things, somebody will put, you post something on and someone will comment this thing and you take it like it's little, little things that you just pick, pick like that, pick like that. Like in that uh, movie, what's that movie again that the, the, the thing was coming out of people and entering into people and ah, it was that movie from last year. One of those, um, I can't remember, but it's part of those advent, not adventures, those, um, 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 oh yeah, mm. I think it's the the one with Idris Elba, right? That went to a cinema to see. Uh, Happy little little. No, like that. You liked the movie where there was this the the bad guy was in prison, and then the good guy there was there's something inside of him that was telling him what the things that will happen was showing him like a spirit that was telling him things. Venom. Yes, exactly. Oh. Yeah, so you know how like that spirit was just falling out of people and going, going into yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not mm, even realize mm, that's mm, how mm. it is in the world. Literally, like things will fall, things will, and sometimes and the, the truth is, it is only God. Yeah, even God Himself, so He cannot just break wall and enter your body like that. It is nobody can just break wall and just say, you know what, I enter your body. Mm. It is what you have already accepted, like as a suggestion, four years ago, two days ago, four minutes ago, two seconds ago. They now makes those things come into you without knocking, mm. you know. So like, if we if we keep, and that's the world that we believe in as children. All kinds, all manner of things have entered us. All manner of thoughts. Parents have called their children fools, you know. Like all those things, you've opened all manner of doors against that child. Yeah. You've not opened all manner of doors for that child. And so now, when that child now becomes an adult, and now they're trying to take the steps that they feel like should be good and productive, that those doors. Those doors that have been opened that are against the child that are still pulling. 
and then it will not be saying, ah, what is my problem now? I'm trying to do this. This is not working. This is not working. And when you, that's when, that's why it is so essential that people who said that their children or they've been um, born against this childhood, oh, man, reassess yourself now that you're an adult, mm. you know, and cut out certain things and rearrange yourself and say, you know what? Okay, now I'm making a new covenant with you, God, and work that covenant out. Because like when you get to adult age, there are so many things that have happened that you need to cut out. You need to say, you know what? Uh, yes. In those days, this used to happen, but now I'm standing in this other side, you know, and cut certain things out and stand firm on those things that you're now standing with mm. and walk it, run it, fly it, move it, however you want to do it. Make sure you hold that in like, if you leave me, <laughs> not me, I mean, you. you know, and just run the race straightforward. One of the people in the Bible that I admire so much is Paul. I mean, sometimes it scares me, but like, but Paul, to have the, the kind of mind that Paul had, this man is willing. He has said it that like, see me. The only reason why I'm living here is just because the only reason why I'm staying here and I'm not told God that oh yeah, God take me. It's really because I'm trying to make sure that you get salvation. But once you get salvation, I'm out. Like literally he had control. He it was he had that mind, a strong mind that cannot be broken. You know, even though he was battling with sin and all of that, he still had a strong mind. That's the thing. Like and that's the kind of mind that that's why that man had so much revelation. Like having that strong mind in god not in human beings or not in yourself in god having that strong mind that strong mind once nonsense comes nonsense bad habits bad um, uh, um thoughts all these things having the strong mind and saying whether you come as a stone or as a do whether you try to persuade me to do this or do that i'm still going to hold on my god mm, first yeah and, and that's that's it there's this teaching i think this is i've been talking for too long no you should go on there's this teaching um, of this man, Derek Prince. He's also one, one preacher that I love. And he said that God's voice should be the password to our hearts. And I, when I remember that, and because I've listened to that sermon twice, and I prayed, and I prayed that, Lord, let only your voice be. So now, if I'm hearing something, somehow it's as if I feel it, how like the thing is outside waiting. Like after I've heard the thing, I'll now go and start assessing, okay, Lord, I am. Uh, speak about these things so that mm. the things that are good can go on and the things yeah. that are not yeah. can stay out you know begin to guard your mind guard it like like it has to be a whole treasure that you're holding so you're you're holding so dear to your heart guard it because in that our hearts that our hearts it is through that heart that all manner of things can be created 100%. you know your future can be created out of your heart your another person's life, life can be created out of your own heart. So you have to be so conscious and so diligent in saving and protecting the heart and let's making sure that it is only the right things. There was a time that I used to so I was so conscious of, of being someone that offended people. Yeah. Like I don't want to offend someone and I was so conscious of it. If I do something wrong to someone, I'm like, oh Lord, did I do something? If I sense it, I'm like, oh, please, oh, please, oh, let's cancel. I don't want to be wrong at you. And in those moments, all, my, all kinds of offenses were coming to me. And me, I was trying to not be offending people. So, like, it was now, but I was like, why, why, why? How will I be trying? Because then the Bible says, I do unto others as you want others to do unto you. So now me, I'm doing to others. Why is it not coming to, to me? To you, yeah. But the truth is, I was trying to do it out of my own flesh. Flesh, yeah. You know? I was out of your own to, fear. Yeah, out of, out of yes. Yeah, yeah. I was being ruled by fear. Yeah, ruled by I, fear. I was, I was not doing it out of, like, okay, this is a holy thing to do yes. and allow yes. God to do it. And yes, yes. Once I just said, you know what, I'm gonna drop the bag. I was like, I don't mean me. Yeah. me create the word. Yeah, drop that yeah. bag. As soon as I dropped that bag and I said, hello, I now got to the, I now understood that 
I don't even give a, I, I'm no longer scared to be wrong. Mm. Because before, uh, you'll uh, you be scared to be, I'll be scared to be wrong. I don't want to do this. Right now, if I offend you, hello, go and talk to God though. Because you see my own life. It is to his glory. That is it. If I go and offend you and you don't tell me that I offend you, I don't. So go and talk to my father in heaven. If he reveals it to me that I offended you, yeah, oh, Lord knows, I'll come and say, okay, I offended you. If he does not reveal it to me, hello, you're on your own. Mm. You know, let God defend me. If because then the truth is, if you if we keep carrying all this bag baggage and you're saying, oh, this is who I am, this is what I am, this is how I am, this is how I have been. I was born like this. I was bred like this. I beg, who will they help? Who is that helping? Every day is a growth process. Lord, today I don't come inside this today now. How am I supposed to live today? Yes, yes. As He gives you instructions or as He directs you, or if you don't even get any instruction at all. Just continue with faith and say, okay, hopefully my life is going to be productive today. And as you go on throughout the day, if you don't even feel like you were productive, you thank God, go into the next day again. Like just live a life that is not carrying baggage because there's no need. We already have the baggage that God already carried for us. It is enough. Yeah. It is enough. It's a baggage that took his life. So what else? What other baggage are we trying John to carry? Yeah. No, that is, that's that? very powerful. Oh, wow. So, Let's see. How can we, you know, relate this to the entrepreneurial world? Oh. Business, so, life. Because this is what I think. I know so many great businessmen that were, you know, Christ addicts. You mm, get it right. Mm, mm. Huge ones that the world don't even know of, you know. Mm. And all of these people would would 100% you know give their glory to God mm. that this is all God's doing mm. it's not me JC Penny oh yeah yes John D Rockefeller mm. the guy that even owned Heinz all that you know all, all, all those were like you know God had it and these are all inspirations that came from God and they you know put it into into business it's like so, okay so how can you know this modern day like you know how can we serve God and still also you know, be successful in our different fields. So, so, like we said earlier, serving God is a business, right? Yeah. And I don't care what any other person says. This is what I believe. Wealth, being prosperous in anything, having that excellent spirit in anything, is not something that you work for. It's not something that is out there like, out there. okay, yes, yeah, so, oh, you have worked five naira. Yeah, come on, take this. No. It is something that's already attached to your name. Gotcha. Um, the the man that was given five talents and one talent and what what it is only cities that they gave to the person. Why didn't they? So yes, you were given five, one talent. Why didn't they give you another thing rather than city? Yeah. All of them they were all given cities. It was one reward that was given to them. One type of reward. So. I have come to this understanding that you see that Matthew 6.33 seeking God's kingdom that is it. That is that is all that you need. That is all that anybody needs. Whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're a student whether you're whatever whether you're a child you're a young person trying to figure out life all you need in this life that you're living is to set every other thing aside and say, Lord, 
what is your kingdom like? I want to seek it. And when he shows you that kingdom that you should seek, seek it with everything that you have. You see, Daniel and those other three evil boys, they came to a land that they were slaves in. They were supposed to come and be building walls for the kingdom. They were slaves. But Daniel already proposed before he got to that place that he was going to serve God with his stomach, with his belly, with his life, with everything that surrounded him. Not just that. In um, theology, when they teach theology, right, they tell you that the heart of man is not like the heart that we know right now that is pumping blood. Yeah. The heart of man is a belly. And what is in the belly, that's where satisfaction comes from. You know, yeah. so Daniel, before he got to that kingdom, had already supposed or proposed in his heart that he was going to give his satisfaction to God. It wasn't going to defile it. Mm. So that was the kingdom that he had already submitted to God. You know, he had proposed in his heart. So that's what I'm saying. If 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 any young person, anybody, if you're an entrepreneur, fine, maybe you own a business, and maybe your business right now is selling handkerchiefs. Good. But first of all, set your handkerchiefs to the corner and kneel down on your knees and tell God, God, what is your kingdom? Because that is his command. That is his instruction. Seek my kingdom first and my righteousness. If you don't seek his kingdom first and you don't seek his righteousness, every other thing that you're doing, yes, he may stand because Jesus said, that you, you you can you can do anything you cannot do anything without me he said you can not do always oh, there's a way the scripture puts it you can do nothing mm. without me you can do but it will be nothing without, without me yeah yeah so yeah. if you don't want to do nothing. nothing then you have to seek the kingdom first and his righteousness it is in that seeking the kingdom first and his righteousness that you have the kind of wealth mm-hmm. That money cannot buy. Mm. That the world itself has never seen. Because the Bible says it. That the creation of the world. They are still waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Do you know why? Because in this world. There are still people that are yet to give God. Their satisfaction. They are yet to seek God completely. And his righteousness. So some people they will seek God. And once there is one little small change. They will not drop it it and go. Some people they never seek God. But yet they follow principles that align with God's ways. And they get that wealth. But it's not complete. So the manifestation of God is not there. It's not complete. We see Jeff Bezos. Yes, you're a billionaire or whatever you are. But where is your wife? Half of your money has gone to her. Yes, now you go and bring another small girl. How is that, how is that, how is that fulfilling to a young person that is coming up? How, we can see that you're not happy. That doesn't produce any. It doesn't show us that you're, you're completely rejoicing over your life. Yes, you have the money. But though I want your money, I'm not seeing something else that I can want from you. Other than the money. Yes. You know, and then now we know. Now we even know that money itself, based on, if, if I follow the same things that you followed, I'll probably have more than you had. So why am I now pursuing you? You know? Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. Like, it's the, the, the entire, whoever you are, I feel like, I believe, actually, that you have to see God's kingdom first. You have to first of all, and one thing that people say, oh, what's God's kingdom or what's God's righteousness like? God's kingdom is the people that are around you. Hmm. God's kingdom is the people that are around you because first of all, when God sent you into this world, he sent you into the hands of people. 
it grew you through the hands of people and it's going to establish you through the hands of people you get into a mother and a father you get established through um, pastors teachers friends all manner of people community of people and then you get married into people to be established in this world so like it's a whole bunch of people so if you're a person that keeps saying oh i don't like people then you've missed the point <laughs> you've wow. missed it wow so you have to be you have to first seek the kingdom that kingdom is the people that are around you there was one day i was thinking this and then i now realized that yeah when the bible says that um a wealthy man keeps riches and what 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 for his children it, yeah. it's not money it's people you have to live a life where like you were you you you've, you've You've blessed life so much so that when you leave this world, there is no human being that will say, oh, I know this man's child and I'm going to let that child stay under the ring. It's like you're saying your goodness is better than riches. Oh, yes, it is. It is. It is. Because, see, eh, money is changing. Money is changing, but then there was, there's one universal character, and that is love. That is not changing. Love is never changing. Love is love one day. There are two things that the Bible completely and explicitly defines, and those yeah. are faith and love. The Bible defines it clear and clear for you, like so that you will not have any assumptions. It defines it for you. So love is not changing. What love is yesterday is the same thing that love is today. Clear, yeah. If you explain it differently, yes, that's on you. There's just one definition. You know? So... If you will seek God's kingdom, and that is seeking the people around you first, making sure and certain that these people are not in internal damnation. And you yourself, you're not in internal, internal damnation. Because every one of us, we've been created that we will give God's, God glory. Making sure that the people around you, do not. they too are realizing that they must give God glory. Yeah. Put whatever you have to do. God has said he has created resources. There, there's one thing that they say in our church. God would, um, man cannot do anything without God. Man cannot do anything without God. But God will not do anything without man. Mm. Mm. So, that's powerful. Yeah, so if God will not do anything without you, why? Why would you let God not do anything in that person's life? Why would you sit down and watch somebody die? Without knowing God? Without knowing God. Knowing fully that if that person dies, they're going straight to hell. There's no explanation. Yes, the person may not understand it. They, they, see, these, every other person, people that don't yet know God, it's like, it's like um, I've not eaten Italian food before, yeah. and I go to Italy, and I see them, yum, yum, ooh, this is good. But looking at the color of the food and everything is so disgusting. I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying that. But they, are, they know what is in it. They know the nutrients in it. So it's because of the color, the face of it, they find a way. Pray to God. Let God open your eyes. Let you understand how that person can understand. The Bible says that the host of heaven, they speak in every language. Literally, the wind. It speaks in every language. In languages that people can understand. The wind. The sun. Why can't you speak in a language that another man can understand? You know? So it's for us to sit down, deliberately and sit down and say, Lord, I want to make sure that this person, this one person I know, this person turns and finds you. Mm-hmm. Start with one person. Let this person every day pray. Let that person find you. That person finds God. Ooh, okay. Find another person. Make that your will. Make that your business. Make that literally you can even write a budget for it. Write a life for it. 
right say this person this is my or this is now my business now i could put everything inside you you must find god by fire by force you do it and you do that one person you go again another person you go again another person do you know like it's it's all these things that we underrate that makes it hard but it's really seeking god's kingdom once you seek god's kingdom you because that's what god wants it doesn't want anybody to go to hell. It doesn't want people to continue asking why does a good God kill children. children yeah. It doesn't want that. And we, we have the secret. It's already embedded in us. There's one, one thought that came to me one time. God already put in every single one of us the truth about him. But we cannot find it if we're not seeking it. Mm. Mm. If you don't seek it, like like I was saying, if you don't seek it, you won't find it. So 100%. you need to get to a place where you're like, you know what, that thing that you, that truth that yeah. is concerning that person yeah. inside of me, bring yeah, it out. Bring I it. want to give it to them. Yep. That's it. Constantly finding, okay, oh Lord, look at this person. There's a truth in me. The reason why there's a, that same Derek Prince. There's one thing that he said. He said that if the Holy Spirit sees it, then the Holy Spirit would do it. Now, if the Holy Spirit is in you. Anytime you get a desire for something, it is because the Holy Spirit has seen it. So you use your mouth to make it happen because your mouth is a weapon. It's not just food. Like during Shiloh, that's what we're taught. Your mouth is a weapon because it says that I have given you a mouth that your enemies cannot gain say. Mm. They cannot rival with your mouth. As far as you're speaking the mouth of the Spirit, mm. they cannot rival it. There's no wisdom or understanding that can rival God's knowledge. That's what the Bible says. So, like, if you, if we now sit down and say, "Okay, Lord, I see this person there," and I, and you mean it, you genuinely mean it. You say, "Lord, this is it. This is the battle that I have taken up today, and I want to fight it." Let's go. Do you know why David is? <laughs> why David actually? Yes, David had been anointed. But we need to be people that they send us to go and be an employee and we become warriors. Mm. That's what we need to be. You know, it, like they send you to go and do ushering job and you become a warrior, warrior. the ushering job. Yeah. That's what you need to be. They, they send to David, go out and give people food. Who send you? Small picking, who send you? Literally, if I was even that his brother, that's probably what I would say. That's what we even say in the world. In the world, yeah. Because who send them? Say now food, busybody now food, then tell you to come give person. Who send you? Which they make you, which they make you rise? <laughs> That's boss. You're being prideful. Who sent you? Why are you doing But that's the kind of persons that we need to be. As a child of God, you need to get angry. Like, you cannot sit down and somebody's insulting your God. You cannot sit down and somebody's saying that with their ignorance, they're insulting your God. Like, you need, to get hang- you need to get angry in your spirit. Like, if somebody does not know God, that's an insult to your God. For all these things that God has done, look at trees everywhere trying to tell you the glory of God. How can you say you don't know God? You know, like all these things, there are things that should stir us up and say, you know what, I refuse this. You must know God. My fire by force, you must know God. You know, take it seriously. Uh, David was bitter. He was pissed in his heart. Like, it was like, what do you mean? This man, this thing, when I insult my God before me, I will take off his head. You know, that's the kind of spirits that we should be working in. Mm. So whoever you are, I guess that's, I've said it in like a very lengthy talk. But, but it was a great yeah, whoever you are, anybody that you are, you want to be prosperous, it starts with your soul. And the Bible says that as your soul prospers, so you will prosper. Mm. It starts with your soul. And seeking God's kingdom yeah. aids your soul. Yeah. It, it builds your soul. It mm. strengthens your soul. It makes your soul prosperous. And once you build your soul, 
those things that God already puts in you. Like rich, like I said, you don't work for, for riches. They are already there. They're already there. The devil cannot even touch it. It's not like, oh, because you're not working now, the devil don't need to share and be giving angels. Angel, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. need to share our wealth. Mm, 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 <laughs> the devil cannot touch it. They're already set for they're you. They're already set for you. You know, that's why the only thing that the devil can do to us is our mind. It can only be torturing you by your mind. But if you sit down and say, you know what, I want to use my mind for good and use it to seek God. All those things that you think that you, you know how Egan, when she was crying with uh, Ishmael, she left the boy somewhere and she was going to cry. There was a stream there. There was a stream there. I was shocked too. There was a stream there. There was a stream there. And she God opened her eyes too. Yes. So that's how it is with us. Our wealth and everything, it is right there. Mm. It is. It is. Mm. It's just closed and covered because we don't yet know how to use it. Yep. You know, so it's just close. If they never give us instruction on how we just leave them, leave the wealth. Mm. It is, it will come. Leave it. Right now is not the time. Just leave it. Right now, eh? It's my soul that I want to search for. Facts. You know, uh, pursue God. Seek his kingdom. Make sure that the person next to you has found God. If they have not found God, then you're in the process of making them find God. That's it. That's our work. That's. That's it. It doesn't have to, they don't have to go to your church. Yes, your church will be good, so you're going to be, I am. Oh, this person not come to church. I yeah. <laughs> Don't go pray out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be nice, but I mean, last, last, God is everywhere. So the thing is, I want you to find God. No matter where you are. Yes, yeah. find God. That's it. Nah, so powerful. Okay, so that's the end of today's conversation. Yay. I honestly, this was. It was more than I actually expected or thought of. You know, like, I like how you came with your own uh, mind, your own perspective, you get, right? Mm. And moved it from a wealth mindset to things beyond wealth, which is peace, joy, salvation, yeah, and, and all that. Like, when I, you know, thought about serving God, it was mostly like, I mean, I experienced this peace and all that, but I didn't even realize that that was actually the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the pay, the most important thing wasn't, there wasn't money, but there was peace unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Like there was, you know, there was peace, there was joy. There mm-hmm. was, you know, even when sometimes wealthy people see you and like, wow, yeah. how can you be this? You know, yeah. you're like, you know, so like, you can't even explain you it. You can't even explain it, you know, and I guess that is what, you know, God has been, God has been doing in my life. And, you know, to those of you listening out there, Honestly, I wish, I honestly, like, like my, you know, Tony said here, you don't even have to go to the same church. Just, you know, find God in any church, you know, serve him. Know him first, even know him. Don't even worry about serving, you know. Get to know God and, you know, you'll be, you like, you'll be blown by how, how beautiful it is. You get right. Don't let this, things you see on the news fool you of, you know, they talk about churches and all that. Nah, nah, it, it's, it's more than that. And it's something that, only you can experience. It's not something something someone can explain out to you. If, if you know, like Tennis said, if any man could explain it, then it means they are God. You get, but you know, no explanation, no explanation on it. Even this conversation we had here too cannot even explain completely, completely what how it feels like serving God or you know knowing God. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. 
Um, if this is your first time, please subscribe to the channel and also rate the channel five star. Okay, that would help us reach out to you know more audience and also put us on the top. You know, put us in some you know some higher platform. You know, don't you know don't just listen. Share with your friends. Subscribe and and also just you know continue to to be great. Okay, so Tenny. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. This was very very impactful and i pray god continue to bless you because you, you haven't just you know you've you're, you've also blessed my listeners out there you know you've also you know you've also served with the podcast you get right mm. you've used your voice to speak of the goodness of god and i know someone listening to this conversation definitely was touched okay you know i pray for more blessings on you looking forward to see having you on the podcast so with that said guys have a great weekend thank you so much and be blessed